Hello, everybody. Uh, the reason that this episode sounds a little weird is because we recorded the first part of this Rick and Morty episode, um, what, a month ago? Uh, probably, yeah. Because uh, we were originally going to do an episode back then, but when we got halfway through, life happened, we ended up not recording it. And I was actually thinking of just... I had to go to a kid's birthday party, and you kept telling me, don't go, he's not that important. Well... <laughs> I know you weren't going to share that part, so I figured I would. <laughs> I mean, if you want me to look like a complete asshole. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm a little like Rick. <laughs> there you go. I was trying to be a lovable old... Wait, no, Morty's dumb. Never mind. I don't like, I don't like this. <laughs> so, yeah, we had, we were just about to get to season two when the pause happened, and the reason that we decided to come back to it is something has been announced, which we will touch on at the end of the episode. Love a love a dub dub, my glib glops. This is then and now. I'm Robert, your host. Uh, Danny Mullins, what do you want me to do here? I'm not going to be your Morty, you sack of shit. I know what you're aiming for. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, Rick. This is big. This, this, this is too big for me. I got I get it out of here. So we're doing Rick and Morty this week. Yes, which there's not really a then, uh, but I, I've in the last, what, four episodes of then and now, I've referenced Rick and Morty in some way, and you've been... Very confused. And then last week... I say, I, I think I've only had Ricky and Morty in my life for probably two weeks now. Yeah. Uh, real time, not podcast releases. Right. And, uh, man, what was I doing beforehand? I don't know. Because now, if I, like, when I was bored, I'd get on, like, the WWE Network and watch an old match or something with Ric Flair in it. And now you feel like that time is wasted. Uh, well, not the Ric Flair time, <laughs> but the other times when I was out of Flair matches, like, well, what did Stone Cold do in 1997? I don't care. You uh, know? Yeah. It turns out it was drink beer and kick ass, in case you were curious. Okay. But now when I'm bored, I just start rewatching Rick and Morty. Yeah, uh, I-, I had referenced it, and if you listen to the past couple episodes, I'll say, like, wubba lubba dub dub, and you'll hear Danny go, like, I, I don't know what you're saying. Uh, what I take, <laughs> like, I-, I came home one night, my wife and uh, son were gone. They were camping, but I had to work the next morning, so I cracked open a beer, and I... Uh, you and James both have told me, just watch it. Just try it. You'll love it. And you explained the entire first episode yes. to me. Which kind of ruined that first episode the first time I watched but it. But I needed to in order to get your I interest. I understand. <laughs> it worked. But I watched the first episode. I was like, well, that wasn't that great. It's because I already knew most of the jokes. Right. Then episode two happened. And then uh, episode three. Dog. And then four. And then five. And, and then I watched the entire first season and the first episode of season two that night. Woke up around 11 o'clock. Started with season two, finished it before I went to work. So within the span of me being awake for like three or four hours, I watched all of Rick and Morty. Yeah. And I fucking loved it. The second episode <laughs> is still one of my favorites for some reason. Like when it hooked me, it hooked me hard. Yeah, well, the the first episode is very much, I'm, we're going to set up the obscurity of everything. And how big of an asshole Rick can be. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, the entire thing starts with him... Kidnapping his grandson, throwing him in a uh, spaceship that he built out of garbage. Which he's not impressed with. Morty's not impressed with. No. And him going, uh, we're going to pick up your crush, and then we're going to bomb the world. <laughs> you, you, It'll be like our own personal Eden, you and your crush. You, you know, you don't have to worry about me. I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for you. <laughs> he explains to him that he won't try to have sex with his girlfriend because he's not about that. Yeah. <laughs> so these are the kind of jokes you get within the first minutes of the entire series. Yeah. Which I was not ready for. <laughs> and I didn't tell you those jokes. Not that one, no. Well, how do you explain that one, really? I mean, I guess we just did, kind of. Yeah. But when you're just sitting there going in kind of blind, you're like, oh, that's fucked up. 
And then he he's drunk while flying this thing and passes out. Yeah. And the bomb bomb is armed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and roll credits. Yeah. Roll opening credits anyway. Yeah. It's a, it gets you it gets your attention very quickly. Yeah. Um the show is written by Dan Harmon uh and Justin Roiland. Dan Harmon uh having written Monster House uh, in Community before this. Yeah, I don't really see any uh, tie-ins with Monster House. My no. son has that Community, movie. there's some tie-ins. I've never seen Community. Okay. Monster House seems very far removed to what he's writing now. Yes. <laughs> it's very, it's Yeah, it's more formulaic and stuff. It's a very paint-by-numbers almost kind of movie. Well, yes and no. Um, we were talking about this right before we we started recording. Um, he ha- Dan Harmon has a, a circular pattern of writing. Um that he uses for all of his stuff. Um, and he has some variations depending on what he's actually doing, whether it's TV or movie. If movie, it has to very specifically follow this circle. But in TV, there's circles with offshoot circles. Right. Um, and the main uh, flow of a story written by Dan Harmon and most people is characters in a zone of comfort, but they want something. They enter an unfamiliar situation, adapt to it, they get what they wanted but pay a heavy price for it, then return to their familiar situation having changed. Yeah. And you see that in in Monster House. And you, you see it and sometimes in Rick and Morty. I don't and you really see it in Monster House. I think you're just saying that. What do they really want? They want to get into the house because they think that the guy is evil and they're wanting oh, to prove it. And they do get into the house. And then realize that it's alive and it's trying to actually eat them. Yeah, I suppose it's there. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, whatever. Um, but yeah, you said uh, the second episode is the one that really hooked you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lawnmower Dog. Well, I mean, Dog Army. Yes, well, the... And Scary Terry, bitch. Uh, that wasn't... Oh, yeah, it was. That's yeah. the same episode. That's yeah. episode two. That's two strong stories going on at the same time. Yeah, um... So, yeah, the show has a ton of uh, pop culture references. Not all of them hit for me as well mm-hmm. as others uh for instance the uh, episode two lawnmower dog uh the title of the episode is a direct reference to the 1992 sci-fi movie the lawnmower man that seems like a really bad movie well the movie is about uh a mentally challenged gardener named job smith who is experimented on by a scientist in order to in in, in order uh to try to increase his intelligence and mental capacity but the guy ends up developing telekinetic powers and mental instability, which leads to very bad things. Oh, I figured it was just them experimenting on him to make him the world, the world's best lawnmower man. Uh, no. Oh. Uh, he's called Lawnmower Man because he was the gardener. Yeah, I understand. Um, bad name. Which, that story kind of plays out a little bit in this episode with the family dog. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, who, Morty's dad, who is an idiot... Very much so, yeah. Uh, it is upset that the do- he can't train the dog. Snuffles, I believe. Snuffles. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Snowball, <laughs> depending on where you're watching. Snuffles is his slave name. Snuffles I'm sorry. is his slave name, That yes. is amazing, because <laughs> it's a blatant dog name, and he's like, no, you will not call me that. You will call me Snowball, because my, my fur is white and soft. Yeah. Like snow. <laughs> like, it's another dog name. What are you doing? But, yeah, uh, Rick ends up getting giving the dog uh, a helmet that raises its intelligence, and when it just trying to talk for the first time and realizes that it can't. Oh, he's, he's saying, I love lasagna. <laughs> I love Obama? Yeah. Um, and then he goes and 
opens up the battery cartridge for the helmet and realizes that it has the capacity to hold four batteries, but he's only being powered by one. And, uh, and <laughs> obviously, if you had more batteries, you're going to get smarter. Exactly. Yeah. And that that's what happens. And yeah. he ends up building... A full-blown mech suit. A full-blown mech suit and others for other dogs. The, it's the best reveal. And this part made me laugh so hard where he wa- Summer wakes up and he's standing in the bed. Where are my balls, Summer? Yeah. Where are they? <laughs> like, out of nowhere. She's like, that's a heavy question. Yeah. <laughs> but this way you get up to, where are my balls? <laughs> it's, oh, it's so good. And then the, the B story is hilarious, too. The, the, well, it's Inception. Yeah. Um, Rick has an Inception style of uh, idea of getting Morty to get A so that he can continue traveling with him without his parents getting on his ass. Right. He has to get good grades in math. Yeah. And so they go into his math teacher's dream to... <laughs> convince him without just going hey give morty a's mm-hmm. they have to convince him that it was his idea that it was his idea subconsciously that he just needs to give morty a's regardless and the whole time they're making fun of how stupid inception is uh, yeah and how it would never work you know yeah but and so like the, the, the i think rick's exact words are to admit that this wouldn't work is to say that your favorite movie sucks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah it's it's good but... um and in that you get just reference after reference after reference mm. I, I mean uh in the first area of the dream, they're like, think of any disaster plane movie you could. Well, it starts out like Soul Plane, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, like a comedy, and then Rick decides to be a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> That's what turns it into, like, a disaster movie or whatever. Yes, and then they end up knocking out a person in the dream and going into their dream. <laughs> yeah, I mean, his big idea is to strap Coke two liters to his chest, and he stands up, he's like, Allah Akbar! <laughs> But then the guy just th- starts throwing ninja stars at them. Yeah, probably? like he, or, like oh, he, no, he, he goes, ends. no, I- I'm amazing at dreams. Apparently, uh-huh. <laughs> he, he starts th- trying to kill them with wheat thins because that's what he was eating when he fell asleep, right? While protecting this actress that he was watching. Yeah, and that's when it's oh, discovered man. that if you die in somebody else's dream, you die in real life. Because of course, right? Yeah, you have to have some kind of stakes. Yeah. Uh, and they just they they go one one step further into, into the actress's dreams in, into the actress's dreams mm-hmm. and which is technically his teacher's further subconscious which is a sex dungeon right that has his sister who's oh. a teenager almost naked almost naked it's hilarious because Rick is like into it like he walks off walks back in a full blown like gimp suit <laughs> yeah he go he goes for right now we just have to kind of blend in so blend in Morty and he yeah. just like a couple of uh, gnomes come up and drag him by the hand next time you see him he's in a not a gimp suit but close like close. it's definitely bondage suit yeah. with ball gag yeah and he walks up and he's like, what What are you doing, Morty? Everybody's getting tense. And then he sees Summer and then he starts freaking out. Oh, God, out. put your clothes on. Put your clothes on. <laughs> and then he has to take out a centaur. He goes into the centaur. And then goes into they go into the centaur. Obviously. Stream, which is essentially Freddy Krueger. It's Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Uh, but it's Scary Terry, a legally safe 80s knockoff horror character with swords for fingers instead of knives. That says bitch constantly. That's how he ends every <laughs> sentence. You can run, but you can't you can hide, hide, bitch. Yeah, he says bitch all the time. Like, you can run, but you can't hide, bitch. Everything. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. The only time that he's not allowed to say bitch is with his wife. Well, he does. But he does, and she... <laughs> out there, not in here. If you're going to be like that, take it upstairs. Yeah. He has a kid. I... <laughs> and then they go into his dream. Oh, which is him in high school not with... wearing pants, like the classic dream. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. And then they give him pants. They tell him, hey, you do you, do you man. Because, yeah, uh, the teacher uh, walks up. He's like, if you're scaring somebody, what do you say? He's like, I don't know. Bitch. 
Yeah. Like, oh, that's all you can come up with? That's real clever. And Rick and Morty stand up like, that is cool, man. You do you. Yeah. And then they hand him pants. And I think Morty's like, no problem. We got you, fam. Or something like that. So yeah, we, really we got weird. you, fam. Yeah. And <laughs> then he's, he wakes up and sees them in his bedroom standing above him while he sleeps. And he's just like, oh, you guys. You well, guys were nice well, to me. Well, he knows how dreams work. Yeah, that makes sense. I would still freak the fuck out if I just woke up. And... Yeah, because they, they, before they did that, they knocked out the little girl that was in the dream that's essentially, uh, one, one, two, two Freddy's coming for Yeah, but it's... It's, it's Scary Terry's <laughs> yeah. verse. Yeah, they knock her out and go into her dream, and it's just the same place. Right. <laughs> and so he knows how dreams work because he can transcend dreams, which is a like something that freaks Rick out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, We're totally screwed. We're screwed, Morty. <laughs> It's pretty amazing. Like, when they're hopping back through the dreams to get to the original one, he stops by the centaur, and he yells, These two halves don't belong together, bitch! And cuts the human part away from the (laughs) horse part. And then hops out. Uh, I I love that line. I don't know why. Yeah, and then the the last bit of dream, the one that started it all, he turns into a missile and goes, This is for not giving Morty A's! Bitch! (laughs) Yeah, bitch. You almost forgot the most important part. I I did. That's my fault. And then, then you get this kind of sweet ending to the episode, where it turns out... Snowball. Yes. Uh, would sacrifice everything he's built. Like, in this, it turns out he was in a dream, but he's conquered the world. Right. And Morty is his dog. Because Morty was the only person that was ever nice to him. Right. Before he was smart. And you get this kind of sweet ending where it turns out Morty's dying, and he sacrifices everything to get his human back. Yep. And then they hop into a portal and start life on a new world. Because <laughs> it's fucking Rick and Which, Morty, man. tell me you wouldn't watch that show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, this uh, you get this weird Inception thing. The whole time you get this kind of sweet side story. Well, it shouldn't work, and, man. <laughs> and then the after credits for that episode is them back in Scary Terry's dream. But <laughs> the teacher, in, teacher, yeah, instead of like the uptight, stick up the ass British teacher that was in the nightmare, it's this hippie teacher that's like, today we're just going to learn how to be man yeah and you see rick, uh, rick and scary terry just getting high in the back yeah, of the they're classroom just getting high. <laughs> this is a fun class bitch uh yeah it was um th- that got me hooked like big time uh what was it about that episode that... everything there's it... not a dull moment everything that's in that episode hits pretty well because see i liked the first two episodes for me it was episode three anatomy park yeah, that one was okay. That what was like it's no, Jurassic Park inside was, a homeless it was, man. It was Jurassic Park inside a homeless man while dressed uh, as Santa Claus. Dressed as Santa Claus while everybody outside is dealing with the fact that <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that Jerry uh, Jerry's parents Jerry's parents are sleeping with a black guy. Well, no, <laughs> his wife is. He's, his, he yeah. watches from the closet while usually dressed like Superman. Well, dressed like Superman. That's right. That's right. Because there's one point <laughs> in the episode, he's like, oh, they kiss. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he unbuttons his shirt. And you see that S. <laughs> and he runs to the closet. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say there's really necessarily a bad episode. So whichever one. There's two that I don't care for too much. Yeah, but I can't say they're bad. Yeah. You had issues with uh, the episodes that dealt with um, watching TV from other universes. Right. And I, I can understand why because that was them going, hey, we're just going to start recording. Go. Yeah, and some of it, to me, it wasn't funny. I don't know. Yeah. But there's also, there's things that are important in those episodes that we'll get to, but... Yeah. um, Three three was fun. I I love the episode. You get the big roided out guy that ends up being a... Being the a traitor, yeah. yeah, but he gets bit by the bubonic plague and falls off a, a bridge, uh, you know. John Oliver plays a white blood cell. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, and, I didn't... And I Morty did not... almost t- touches a puffy vagina. A <laughs> You don't want to touch her. She has a poofy vagina. Why does that matter? Why would that, that stop that me? That doesn't sound like a bad thing to me, Rick. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I didn't see the incoming where they uh, they blow the the blow they they the enlarge, homeless man. Yeah, they they, they essentially take uh, the Rick Moranis style and enlarge him to gigantic proportions. To After where... flying him out into space, so like the <laughs> entire U.S. is covered by a naked homeless man wearing a Santa Claus hat. Yep, and, and then they blow him up, <laughs> and it rains blood and organs on Christmas. Yeah. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And then a big moral lesson at the end. They all get their cell phones back and stay on those so they don't find out how weird their fucking family is. Right. Uh, it's, it's a good episode, yeah. Uh, M. Night uh, Shemalians. Okay. Which is like twist after twist after twist, including the, the – like, like that's all it is. It, it's we're going to give you a situation and then we're just going to keep messing with you. Mm-hmm. Like that that episode, uh, Rick is in a simulation, and Jerry is accidentally in a simulation, and oh yeah, okay. That one, not, it's good though. I it, like it. It's good. It, it's just twist after twist after twist, mm-hmm. including the very last thing of Rick knew that, that, that all these twists were coming, and so he played everybody. Yeah, until the very end, after the credits, <laughs> where he just goes into Morty's room with like a knife. Yeah. <laughs> are you a simulation? Tell me, are you a fucking simulation? <laughs> I'm fucking cut you right now, bitch. <laughs> And Morty's like, are you drunk? He's like, yes. And then he just passes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sucks. The first, like, three episodes. I didn't know there's a after credit scene, so, uh, uh, scene, so I just switched <laughs> the next episode. And then once I didn't make it to the controller in time on my Xbox, and I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, well, I got to go back and watch these yeah, now. every episode has yeah. after credit scenes. Yeah, I found that out the hard way. Um, Me Seeks and Destroy, which probably brings one of the best characters. I fucking love that episode. Hi, Mr. Me Seeks. Look, Look at me. me. Which, he has this box, you press the button, a Meeseeks, which is pretty much just a blue standing it's octopus a blue man. man. Yeah, pretty much. It. That's a good, yeah. <laughs> that talks. Barely. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Meeseeks, look at me. Kill him. Um, <laughs> and you ask this thing a simple task, and it does it. Yeah. And then it ceases to exist. Yeah, it has to be simple, though, because they do not like existing. Right. Existence is pain for them. They live to die. Yeah. yeah. And so... Beth goes, you know, I I just want to feel like a stronger person. Mm. And so the Meeseeks takes her out to dinner and has a talk with her. Talks her into divorcing Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> at least is the way she takes it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Summer so, wants to be popular at school. Summer wants to be popular, and so the Meeseeks holds, like, this entire... Uh, pep rally? Pep rally for Summer. <laughs> yeah. It works. There it you works. Go. And they both, they both go away. And then yeah. Jerry asks for two strokes off of his uh, swing when he's playing golf. Yeah. Which technically should be the easiest one. Jerry's it, a fucking idiot. Except for Jerry sucks. <laughs> Jerry at sucks everything. very badly, yeah. <laughs> and uh, to the, it gets to the point where he, like, the Meeseeks just doesn't want to exist anymore, so he has the idea of bringing in another one. So they have two people helping him. Right. And Leading to an army of Meeseeks, because none of them can get this fuck up to do it right. And eventually they're like, nope, this isn't working. Let's just kill each other. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but then they you, they can't die. Yeah. I mean, they're shooting each other in the face. There's one after that scene where the eyeball's hanging out of yep. his skull for the entire yeah, rest the of the Yeah, the only episode. way they can die is to fulfill their task. So that's one of my favorite parts, because they still talk like that. Like, wait, I have an idea. Look at me. I'm Mr. Meeseeks. Let's kill him. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the whole time they're like, hey, I'm Mr. Meeseeks. But then <laughs> look when it comes me. to killing Jerry, <laughs> yeah. oh, they're pissed. So they go to, they go to a restaurant where... Uh, Jerry and his wife are, and it, yeah, they attempt to kill him. Yes, and, and then we get what I think is probably the most important episode of the first season, Rick Potion number nine. Oh yeah, that's a oh god, that got heavy quick. Yeah, this show has a tendency to 
put you in this false sense of security with the show mm-hmm. and then go, now it's time to make you depressed. Yeah. Because uh, Rick Potion number nine, it starts off with a very simple premise. Mm-hmm. Morty has this crush on this girl, which they have set since episode one. Um, and this dance is coming up and he wants her to fall in love with him. And he overhears Rick saying something about how love is just a chemical thing. Mm-hmm. And so he goes, Hey, could you make something to kind of help me out here? You know, make her fall in love with Rick me. Rick gives the cat. Rick says, no, hand me a screwdriver, which is actually kind of important because the screwdriver comes back at the end. Yes. Um, and eventually Moore's like, no, I do everything for you. I ask for one thing and you won't do it. So eventually he caves and makes the potion for him and off Morty goes. Right. And he go and he's like, are there any side effects I should worry about? And he goes, no, no, that's I'm a genius. Go away. And as soon as Morty leaves, he goes, unless it, she has a flu or something, but and, and this is like an anti-flu dance. Yeah. It's an <laughs> anti-flu dance that, so of course everybody there's sick. Yeah. Uh, and basically he just has to spill this stuff on Jessica but she has the flu. It works immediately, though. Yeah, it works immediately. I mean, a little she, too well, where she's she, presenting herself. Yeah, she was wanting to fuck him on the floor. Yeah, like and he's she like, just, "Can like... we find a room?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just goes head down, ass up, like, "Take me, Morty, take me." And yeah. I mean, they're in a full gym. Um, her boyfriend, who is the jock of the school, mm-hmm. uh, falls in love with him because she has the flu and it spreads like wildfire. Yeah, like as soon as she sneezes. Um, yeah. Yeah, it spreads. Um, and... <laughs> so everybody in the school now wants to fuck Morty. At one point, the math teacher and the principal are chasing him, saying that they're both insecure enough that a threesome is okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Rick finds out that it's flu season, mm. goes and saves Morty, and he's like, I- I've developed this thing. Uh, you know, voles, voles are essentially anti... Uh, uh, he uses a vole uh, DNA to yeah, make the potion. Yeah, because they mate for life. So what's the antithesis? What are you going to do? Praying mantis Praying blood. Mantis. Yeah. Or once DNA, they, Once they mate, they just eat off their... <laughs> yeah, cut off the head and go yeah. And so he accidentally makes praying mantis people out of the entire world. Yes. Uh, the only people not affected are people that are blood-related to Morty because... Because that'd be gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's pretty much Rick's reasoning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, that's amazing that when he picks him up... You know, I don't want to fuck you, just, just so we're clear. I know you didn't ask. Yeah, but I don't want to have sex with you, Morty. And it just keeps <laughs> flying the plane. That's how they explain it. Yeah. Well, no, they specifically say, you know, people that are blood. Right. I mean, that's what leads him to explain it. Sorry. Yeah. But, you know, I don't want to have sex with you, Morty. I know you didn't ask. But, <laughs> but just for your peace of mind. Yeah. Because it comes out of nowhere. Um, But, yeah, his parents are both affected by by stuff that's going on around him. Like, Jerry becomes a badass. Jerry becomes a badass for the first time. The only time. Uh. That universe is Jerry becomes a badass. Right. Um, and so Rick's like, what was I thinking? You know, uh, praying mantises being opposites of, of voles. Uh, that, that doesn't was make du- any sense. That doesn't make any sense. That was dumb. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to mix this, 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 this. This is like eight other animals. Yeah. Uh, and Morty's like, really? You think that's going to work? And he's like, do I have to show you my math on this? I'm a genius. <laughs> and so he just does it and it creates an entire planet of fucking, uh. <laughs> God, what do they call them? Cronenbergs. Cronenbergs. That's right. Yeah, it's just hideous monster. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, yeah. I didn't see that coming. Uh, yeah, he's like, I didn't see that coming, but I've got a fix for us. And then it just cuts. And it's them pulling into the garage. And everything's fine. Yeah, Morty's like, oh, I can't believe that you pulled that off. That that was amazing. That was amazing. And he's like, hey, you and me together, bud. We, we, we can do anything. Now, how about you go grab me that screwdriver? Morty's happy. He does it because he got his way and everything turned out at the end. And Rick turns the screwdriver once. 
twice, and then the third time it explodes and kills both of them, and then Rick and Morty come out of a... In a very... It's not just like a poof, they're dead. I mean, bloody corpses against the wall dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Rick and Morty that we've been watching the entire episode up to that point actually come out of the portal mm-hmm. and see their dead bodies, and Morty fucking loses it. It's, As you should. It's an average day for Rick. Like, he's like, come on, grab your dead body. We gotta get rid of these guys. Yeah, and he, he explains that... He's, he's like, come on, we've only got like two or three of these tops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's a... Uh... Yeah, the whole thing was there was a universe where th- he did get it right. He did cure it, but then he died. They right. both died. So there's hopping to that universe. So right. technically, and, and, Morty's and, leaving everybody he's ever known and cared for to die. Yeah, while having to bury himself. Right. And so that episode ends on a very heavy note with him just dealing with that psychologically. It's weird as shit, man. Like, because it comes out of nowhere. Like, there's that's the first time it decides to punch you in the feelings. Yeah. And that that's how it really sets up, hey, this is what this show is actually and about. And it's not like they do it constantly. No. Uh, there's a slightly sad moment in the episode I don't really care for. The season finales usually have a tender moment in them. Yeah, uh, let's go ahead and skip Raising Gazorpazorp because even though that has some amazing references to old Sean Connery films, <laughs> unless you want to see Sean Connery in a diaper. Let's go over one joke. Okay. Uh, the sec- he, he gets a sex doll from space. Yes. Uh, he's upstairs fucking it. His entire family could hear him while they're eating breakfast. Well, the, their light is shaking. Right. And there's uh, Summer's like, are we just, are we ignoring this? I'm okay with I, it. I'm okay I with that. I just want to know if that's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the mom says something like, I think we should say something. And Rick's like, no, I'll just let him go no, at no, it. The, the, and then, the dad says something. Okay. And then he yells for Rick to come up there. And they're like, if that noise starts again with grandpa up there, I'm putting my foot down. Yeah. And it starts happening immediately. Yeah, uh, basically it turned into a ball, and Rick, like, tries to grab it because it's trying to fly away. But he's hitting the bed. And and it's it's bouncing off the bed, and the entire family just kicks in the door like, all right, that's too much. And then they see what's going on and are like, oh. Yeah, that's uh, – it's a really good episode, though. I mean, by all means, check all of these out. Watch the series. Oh, yeah. But the episode that you don't like. Okay. Ricksty Minutes. Yeah. Uh, Great name. Yeah. (laughs) As I said earlier, it was people going into a – sound booth and just riffing mm-hmm. and they made little skits out of them right and made it to where it's tv show from tv shows from different universes and they find and famous jerry they, they they accidentally find famous jerry where jerry is essentially tom hanks kind of yeah um and they decide to see what else is happening in that universe or other universes with them the family does mm-hmm. and in every other universe where there's not a uh, summer, both parents are very. Isn't there successful? only like three other there's universes only, that have summer? Yeah, there's, uh, they can only find three other universes with summer, and like when summer goes, oh, let's see what we're up to in it with this other version of me. Oh, we're playing cards. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're playing Uno. And oh, this one's Yahtzee. Like That's she, fun. she has to deal with the idea of. She kind of ruined her parents' lives. Yep, and it's very unimportant in the entire scheme of things. Yeah. Up to that point. And, and then at at the very end, like, she's having a freak out, and Morty calms her out of it, and he goes, Hey, look in the backyard. You see those two giant mounds of dirt out there? That's my body. I'm out there rotting right now. Mm. I am not your brother. I, another one of those moments that has come out of nowhere, because, I mean, like you said, it's a lot of people just in a booth just being like, hey, buy this box. It's got a box in it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Which is the part that I don't like, but when it comes to the end, yeah, they nailed that. Yeah, he he, go, he goes, I'm going to try to remember the quote here. Nobody's here on purpose. We're all just uh, floating around in space aimlessly. Come watch TV. Yeah. 
you know, yeah, why, why think about similar. this stuff that's too heavy to think about? Just enjoy what you have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it has a good point to it. It's, I like the ending a lot. Although, just... admit it, you would watch Ball Fondlers. Oh, yeah. We got to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, The episode after that, Something Ricked This Way Comes. Is that the one with the devil in it? Uh, that's the one with the devil. That is fucking hilarious. Which, that episode is so funny. That episode, to me at least, seems like it is based on just every horrible teenage horror show there is. Mm-hmm. Where there, there's a shop that comes into town. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get whatever you want, but you're going to pay a price for it. it it's the monkey. It, it's it, it's goosebumps. It's fucking goosebumps. You don't pay for it with, with money. money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it, then the poor, it makes you feel bad for the devil. Because <laughs> he tries to hang himself. I know. Like, Rick, Rick, Rick scientifically in, yeah. figures out how to mess with all of the devil's stuff. and makes You get it... all the perks, but he takes the curse away. Yeah, he takes the curse away. So, like, he, he, like, he opens a business, and there's a commercial and everything, and he's like, He opens this the guy... business across the street. <laughs> That's right, he opens the door, and he's just waving. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, like, this one guy, he's like, these shoes, you put them on, you could run faster than anybody, but you'd run forever until you die. Now, you can just run really fast. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> like, uh, shit well, like that. Morty's teacher... He he ends up getting cologne that'll make any woman want him, but, but he, it makes him impudent. Yeah, he's impotent. He can't get hard. Um, <laughs> he walks in there with three women, and he's crying, looking at his. He's pants. crying. He's like the pride, the my greed. And Rick just shoots him in the neck with his serum and goes, "Hey, you don't have to worry about that anymore." He opens up his pants and goes, "Ladies, let's go." <laughs> he goes, "I didn't learn anything." All this way out. <laughs> I didn't learn anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that episode's just fun. At one point, like the devil's so defeated. Summer walks in and he's trying to hang himself. Yeah, he's trying to hang himself, and she uses all three wishes of a monkey paw to, yeah, save, to, to save him. And he, the first words out of his mouth is, what a waste of wishes. <laughs> what a waste of a monkey paw, I think. Yeah, yeah something like that, which is funny. <laughs> but she helps him get it back on his feet, because Rick loses interest, because you know, he already won. He didn't care anymore. Well, it's when they decide to close down the business, and he goes, yeah, I won. And Summer's like, and that was important to you, wasn't it? And then... He now has a business that he doesn't care about. He only he literally drops what's in his hands, pours gasoline on everything, lights it on fire. He's like, hey, we're close, and walks by. Yeah, the he customers. goes, I, I, I just got bored with this. Everybody out, and yeah. just lights the building on fire. Before people have time to evacuate or anything. He's burning <laughs> that bitch down. Um, but at the end, uh, the devil and Summer come up with this online business, and he becomes successful. And uh, eventually he just kicks Summer out. Like, he screws him over. He's like, well, I'm the devil. What do you expect? Right, right. So cut to this training montage. Of Rick and Summer working out constantly, yeah, and getting as ripped as possible, and then just kicking the shit out of the guy while X Gun Give It to You is playing in the background. <laughs> and then the after credit scene for that is just as good because it's still them just as ripped, finding people that are assholes in the real world, like a bully that's beaten up on a little kid, mm-hmm. and they beat the shit out of him. A guy that is muscle bound but has a little dog. The dog stops to pee and he decides that he's not going to stop so he yanks the dog in front of him. They kick the shit they out of him. They kick the shit out of they him. They do pretty much what Jay and Silent Bob do at the end of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yes. Where they find anybody that says something mean about them on the internet and go to the door and beat them up. Right, but they, they, they do social justice. <laughs> in a sense, yeah. Yeah. Um, the episode after that is probably one of my favorites. Okay. Close, in, close Rick Counters of the Rick Kind. Okay. Which starts with uh, a Rick at a breakfast table with the family mm. as another Rick and a Morty with an eye patch over his eye comes out of a portal and just kills him right Shoots there. Shoots him right in the head. And yeah. kidnaps the Morty. Mm-hmm. And then you see our our Rick, C-137. Uh, and 
you know, you already see some differences between him and the other Rick that was just killed as he's much nicer to his family, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting because if you watch just him, you're like, man, he's such a fucking asshole. But if you watch other Ricks and then watch him, you're like, no, he's probably the good one. No, the good one's the one that eats his own shit. No, no, no. He's the doofus, Rick. But he's so nice. <laughs> he's, him and Jerry he, are friends. He's nice. I will give you that. At but... the age, you see him in the dark across the street just waving at Jerry. Oh, it's so weird. <laughs> and Rick comes out and goes, are you friends with him? You know he eats his own shit. <laughs> I got to tell the other Ricks. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to love this. But uh, Man, Ricks are assholes. You see the Council of Ricks, mm-hmm. which... Is exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or the Cathedral of Ricks or whatever they call themselves. Council. Is it Council? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, which is actually a reference to Marvel comic books, uh, specifically the Fantastic Four. The Council of Reeds. Okay. Um, and basically they started a government to keep themselves away from the government. Yeah. A- as Rick uh, puts it. Which, which it leads to some hilarious things. Like one Rick is sitting there ribbing our Rick, the C-137. And he's like, you know what? Fuck me. Fuck you. No. Fuck, Fuck me. me. Yeah. It's... <laughs> And it's his whole thing is that he's the Rickest Rick. Yeah, he doesn't need the other be, Ricks be, because he refuses to join the government because Ricks hate government. Mm-hmm. He's the Rickest Rick, right? And he is accused of killing all of these other Ricks in different uh, universes. And he goes, you know, I'm not the only Rick that has stood against you. What about the artist formerly known as Rick? And he goes, well, he's dead too. And you see a Rick dressed as Prince dead on the ground. Did you uh, notice what's in the upper left that they never address on that screen? What's that? It's a Rick with his head shoved up his own ass. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they I, never reference it. It's just in the corner. It, he's been over it. His head's up his butthole. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if you noticed that or not. Uh, so all of these Ricks are dying and their, and their Mortys are disappearing. And you find out that... All Ricks need Mortys because Ricks are so such geniuses, while Mortys are so such dumbasses. I think it's about the only good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, that their brain waves cancel each other out, so people can't scan for them. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes Morty feel great. Yeah, that's <laughs> not what I am to you, Rick. Well, that's when you find out that you find out that Morty is the Mortyest Morty. Well, the Rick is Rick needs the Mortiest Morty. That's what Rick says. Yeah. But something very important happens in this episode. So you find out that the Rick that's actually going around killing all the other Ricks, this is going to get confusing. He's a robot. It, at the very end, you find out he's a robot. Right. And all of the Mortys are getting put back to the council to be spread out to different Ricks. After a sweet Morty rebellion. Uh, yes. Yes. Or an uprising. Uprising. Um, and the Morty that was with that Rick, the, the evil Rick that was killing everybody, mm. pulls his eye patch off, and you see wires pull out of his eye. He was controlling that Rick. Right. I actually think that that was C-137's actual Morty. Who knows, man? Yeah. Because but... there are times in the show where you will see Rick with – in that episode, too, where you see Rick with a young Morty, a baby Morty. Mm. But – it's a fact of the show that Rick has been gone for twenty over twenty years and had just come into their lives within their in the last year. Mm. So he couldn't have been there when Morty was a baby, right? And to see when he sees the images of baby Morty, he he starts tearing up. He he almost starts crying. It'd be a cool twist. And the evil Rick, who mind you, is 
being controlled by a Morty, mm-hmm. says there's one constant in all of the universes, and that's Rick's don't care about Mortys. Mm-hmm. So why are you crying? Yeah. And, you know, it, it's because of that, that it, that plus the episode uh, with all the Cronenbergs where he says, you know, this isn't the first, you know, he has done this before where he's buried himself. Mm-hmm. That's not a new thing. So it makes me think that the Morty that we see, his Rick is dead. And the Rick that we're watching took over his spot because his universe got fucked. Because in another episode, he says that he made a mistake on a global uh, global level and killed everybody. Oh, okay. And if that Morty survived, I could see him going evil, especially going against Rick's. Right, yeah. And they've not referenced it since then, and I don't know why. Yeah, there's been a whole other season. That Morty has to come back, right? Oh, he will. I'm sure he will. This guy doesn't write something and forget about it. Yeah. Maybe wait. Maybe I mean, it could be somewhere he's just waiting to see how many theories come out, you know, and then the whole time it was something completely different. It could be. Who knows? It could be. Um, But yeah, so so far we've gone through pretty much the entire first season. Uh, Yeah, it's a weird way to do an episode. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, the... It's such a new show that we can't really do a then and now. Right. Um, the only other episode that we've not talked about in the first season is Rixie Business, which Morty's parents go on like this vacation to a Titanic thing. Oh, the season finale. Yeah, okay. It's supposed to sink. Yeah. And they're like, if anything happens to the house at all, one thing out of place. Morty can no longer go on adventures with Rick. Right. And the, Rick doesn't care. Yeah, Rick doesn't. And well, Summer definitely doesn't care. Yeah. Uh, Summer has nothing negative happening to her at all. So she's like, I'm throwing a party. Yeah. And Rick's like, all right, I'm throwing a party. That's better than yours. Yeah. And you see Abraham Linkler. Yeah. 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 It's Abraham. Or Abradolf Linkler? Uh, yeah, it's something like that. Either way, it's Lincoln and Hitler mixed together. <laughs> yeah. The whole time, he's like, I will emancipate your uh, inferior genes. Yeah. Weird stuff like that. Like, he's like, bring you up. Also kind of racist. It's really weird. Yeah. Uh, he's talking to a black guy. He's like, you know, I am half Abraham Lincoln, right? And what, so I should kiss your ass? No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Like, who thinks of that? Throughout this season, about halfway through, I think it was actually... Well, that's where you get Bird Person, too. Well, Bird Person shows up in this episode, Mm -hmm. but he starts saying Wubba Lubba Dub Dub a lot. But he's been saying it throughout most of the season. It started, like, episode three. Yeah, yeah, three or four, just at the end, like, during the last few seconds, he's like, Wubba Lubba Dub Dub, that's my new catchphrase, I'm saying that now. Yeah, And And then he brings it, you know, he starts saying it somewhat regularly. He never yells it constantly or anything. Until that episode, where he's yelling it pretty much all the time. Well, he's insanely drunk and doing, like, cocaine and stuff. And at the end of the episode, when the party's over, Morty is freaking out because he's like, no, we got to get this place clean. Talk about it, yeah. And Bird Person, who has uh, supposedly known Rick for years, goes, if you are so against the stuff that Rick does, why are you worried? This seems like an opportunity for you. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you something. Wubba Lubba Dub Dub is actually a phrase in my language. Mm -hmm. It means, please help. I am in constant pain. Right. And... It kind of leaves Morty with this. Well, what do I? What do I do? Because I didn't know that he was actually saying something that meant something. Right. And he ultimately decides. Well, let, let's fix this. And they freeze time. 
And that's how this—that's how the season ends. Uh, but, no, they're like a family. It's like the mom and dad are frozen outside, but uh, Rick and his grandkids have a great time. Like they like Rick learns to appreciate life, kind of. Yeah. The the, the end of that episode, uh, Morty says, "You know, I've not heard you say that wubba lubba dub dub thing." And he goes, "I don't have to right now. I've got a new catchphrase. I love my grandkids." And at one point, he's like, which is really weird for Rick. Yeah, I know. I know. At one point, his catchphrase is "fuck you," which is funny. But uh, well, there, there's there's one episode where they just like they go, well, you have all of these different catchphrases, and it's like wubble dub dub dub, rickety ticky tabby, bitch, uh, <laughs> lick 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 my balls, and that's the news, and that's the news. Yeah, my brother was watching an episode, and his girlfriend's kid was walking by and heard that part. He yells that constantly now, ah. and his mom does not appreciate it. So <laughs> I don't so care. Chris's exact words. <laughs> all right, season two. Um is where you get a lot more of the story and things that happen in season one coming back. I mean, it starts immediately where the season one finale uh, ended. With yeah, because season one ends time. with them yeah, frozen in time after the Titanic, of course. Right. And so uh, Rick, Morty, and Summer have been sitting outside of a time freeze, essentially, for six months. Just enjoying themselves, yeah. which is unusual, yeah. Um, and that that leads to an interesting episode where you see all of Schrodinger's cats. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's all of them and none of them at the same time, I think. I don't understand. Right. Uh, and so it touches on something that people have been wanting to see for a while, and that's the time travel thing. Uh, they specifically ex- well, they don't specifically. They try to explain in this episode why they don't mess with time, and it's something that the creators uh, have not wanted. Have been very vocal about them not wanting to mess with time. Right. Um. Because on- if, if you do, then a scrotum with vestigial arm shows up. Uh. Well, not. Well, only- he's not a scrotum. I'm sorry. He's a flat out testicle. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, my bad. If you notice, most things in this show are testicles, tits, and testicles, or yeah. yeah, vaginas. There are some vaginas. There are yeah. some definite vaginas. Hadn't thought of that before. <laughs> I'm kind of glad that the show doesn't give me a boner. I think that makes me a better person, you know, with Wait, all these genitals just floating around. It doesn't give you a boner? It doesn't, man. Oh, man. Even uh, Summer and uh, Dominatrix gear didn't do it for me. <laughs> I'm glad. Thank you. <laughs> me too. Um, But, you know, most people are, are kind of confused by that concept of not wanting to mess with time, especially seeing as how it was Back to the Future that kind of led to the short that started rick and morty mm-hmm. um yeah, i've never actually watched it you told me about it though yeah it, it's okay yeah it's... Not, not, I, i'm sure there's a lot of developing that happened after that yes and i'm assuming somebody ran over the guy's dog or something to give him the cynical sense of humor <laughs> like something, <laughs> something had to happen to this guy uh not nihilism that's all, all no i'm thinking somebody snuffed out kittens <laughs> or you know something in front of this man in between the short and the show yeah oh Absolutely. It was the network. They had to get him to that level. <laughs> so it's crushed his soul. Yeah. Hey, we bought you this kitten and they shoot it in the fucking face. I mean. But I was going to name him Mittens. <laughs> Next episode is a little bit more of a Morty episode. Kind of a, a, a Jerry, his dad episode. Was oh, it the one with the daycare? Uh, yeah, it's the one with the Jerry daycare where Morty tries to rescue a fart. 
Oh, yeah, the space fart that sings. The space fart that sings and gives you uh, mental images. Mm-hmm. He, he's mm-hmm. a psychic fart. Yeah, I really hate those musical numbers. Uh, I I thought the first one was good. After that, I, I was okay. Because they get some, someone purposely that cannot sing for shit. Oh, yeah. And after the, like the first Goodbye, song, I kind of see that. Like, oh, okay, I get it. Oh, they're doing it again? Oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great. Uh, uh, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Move along. But the episode, I love the episode. Don't and get me I, wrong. I love the ending joke on that one. I'm not going to spoil it like I'm spoiling most of this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. It's just... It's a really good episode, and it shows Jerry and exactly how useless he is in an unapologetic way. Yeah. yeah. It's not one of those like, oh, no, it turns out he has a purpose. No, not really. No. No. no not Put him in a ball pit. Uh, he, <laughs> I mean. Like, Rick didn't even know that he was in the space car while he was uh, teaching Morty how to drive. Absolutely. They decide, Rick decides to go to an arcade and goes, okay, we're dropping you off at the stake. <laughs> Slits and chits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And... Uh, Interesting arcade. I, I I would play the game of what was it, Earl? Oh, I wouldn't play that game. No, 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 no. Why you not? think it's real? I'm sure if you're aware that you're about to be transported into it, you're okay. Yeah, that's true. He Maybe. was caught off guard. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. You just live a normal life, and at the end, when you die of like AIDS or whatever, I don't know why that's you're, the one you're, I pulled you're out. You're scored. Yeah. Yeah. I, How I, well did you do at life? And Rick like. Immediately, like, doesn't get a social security card yeah, and goes the, completely off the pe- grid. People from will, birth. like, c- come all around while he's in this uh, in this virtual reality, and they're like, he's going off the grid! <laughs> <laughs> Although that, that one scene is better than both Matrix sequels. Uh, and similar ideas, see? Kind of. Uh, I mean, sure. I No. <laughs> what, you're a revolutions apologist? What? That's the, one of the second Matrix movies. Matrix I, Revolutions. It's a bad movie. I mean, it's a horrible movie. Yeah. This is better. Oh, what, where are you? What, what, what? They're both virtual realities that nobody knows that they're in. You live a normal life. No, that, that's the this, point. It's the Matrix. That's the point of it being an arcade game. You're supposed to know what's going on before it yeah, happens. Yeah, he doesn't. Neither did Neo, man. Mor- Morty didn't. He took the red pill. <laughs> Morty didn't, but that's that's not his fault. That's because his grandpa's an asshole. Is the red pill the one that wakes you up? I, you, you expect me to remember. What happens if you take both? Uh, then you just trip really hard. <laughs> say, you get fucked up. <laughs> one's acid. <laughs> Turns out. We're not sure that the other one's not. <laughs> <laughs> the blue pill just knocks you out, makes you forget that you didn't take the red pill, so he wakes up and he just does it until you eventually take the red one. Yeah. The blue a, one's just a redo button. <laughs> it's a fucking digital loop. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, man, Morpheus is an asshole. <laughs> Worse than Rick, man. Ooh. Uh, so... To jump ahead a little bit, really fun episode, Total Recall. Mm, so mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with any story thing, really, but we're introduced to Mr. Poopy Butthole. Yeah, and he <laughs> he comes back. That's he's a, a weird he's one a, he's to a come character. back. Yeah. He's a character. It turns out he was all along somehow. Um, Sleepy Gary. <laughs> Is that the one that uh, Jerry falls in love with? Yeah. <laughs> ne- never at the house. <laughs> he's fallen in love with two guys in this episode. He also fell kind of in love with dumb Rick. Uh, that's not... Oh, in the show. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. You, you, said you know that episode. guy eats his own shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta call the others. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, Total Recall is one where somebody has brought in a space parasite that uses your memories, like, plants false memories to spread. Yeah. And because of it, it, it leads to some funny moments where, like, 
all of these memories start happening. Like Rick fights it and goes, "Oh look, it's like a Where's Waldo? Where am I? Where am I?" Yeah, and then, oh yeah, Blatantly <laughs> calls it out. But at one point, I mean, like Frankenstein's monster is there, and like all these uh, a, a giraffe, Hammer Eye, ha- ha- oh yeah, and uh, cyborg, cyborg. Uh... Oh, it's not Amish guy, isn't it? Like yeah, an Amish it cyborg, Amish, Amish cyborg, and Hammer Eye. Yeah. And then he goes, "What is this? Uh, fucking written by Conan O'Brien?" <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's a really fun episode with a, another one that has a pretty dark ending. Uh, does it have? I don't think it really has a dark ending. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. With Mister Poopy Butthole. Yeah, but not one that you know affects story. I don't think. I don't know because it, it it shakes the mom to the core. Like she shot a lifelong friend. Spoiler alert. <laughs> she shot a lifelong friend because she was paranoid. And paralyzed him. And at the end, like, when he's getting operated on, and they're like, hey, you have guests. And he doesn't want to see him because she shot him. It's pretty fucking dark, man. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that's not the same Rick and Morty that we're used to seeing. I yeah, think, you think it's a different timeline. I think it's timeline a different timeline, and they give yeah. us the clue of that in the opening credits. Because in the opening credits, we've never seen Mr. Poopy Butthole, but in the opening credits for this very specific episode, he's in every single shot. Yeah, but it doesn't come back at the end of season... Oh, he's at the end of season one, right? Like, oh, we'll be back next season. Like, it's, you can break the fourth at the wall. En- it's at the end of season two. Is it two? Yeah, and he's watching the episode that we just watched. Yeah, so, yeah, maybe you're right, or maybe somehow he's the only one that can break, like, the fourth wall. or I don't know. He's a banana with a butt name. Yeah. It's really fucking weird. And I think he's wearing Lederhosen? Is that right, or am I remembering that wrong? I, I remember Mr. Poopy Butthole's wearing Lederhosen. Uh, I thought it was more overalls, but... I'm hoping I'm right. Uh, let, let me let me Google Mr. Don't Google Poopy Mr. Poopy Butthole. <laughs> Or say search on first. Uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole. Oh, no. Oh, it's a man <laughs> shitting into another butthole. Oh, yay. <laughs> that They would use that kind of humor, though. Let's use this name that is obviously something else on the internet that just mm. people don't know about. Yeah, it's like naming, so, your, uh, naming your main character Two Girls, One Cup back in the day before people really knew what it was. Uh, no, he just wears, uh, well, he kind of wears Morty's outfit except with a blue shirt. Oh. We were both wrong. That's good. He does have a top hat, though. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. That's a weird one. But a lot of weird characters were, like, brought in specifically for that episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, reverse giraffe. Yeah. Uh, short body, long... Or, no. Long, long body, body, short, short neck. neck. Uh, That's a weird one. But the voice actor that plays him is the same voice actor that plays the president in Get Swifty. Oh, uh, which is the next episode where a giant head comes to Earth. Show us what you got. Show me what you got. My bad. <laughs> yeah, that's also... <laughs> this show's so fucking weird. Like, when we sat down, like, I had just finished watching it and stuff and really didn't have time to digest all of it. I was just like, you know, I fell in love with it instantly. Now I'm like, man, this is fucking weird. I love it. Like every other sci-fi thing. Like, that's right. fucking weird, man. This is purposefully weird, though. Yes, it's, um, it's not accidentally weird, and that's why it's cool. It's did, purposely weird, and that's why it's cool. Yeah, did you ever watch um, Black Mirror? Yes. You know the one with the um, the reality show the one? The pig fucking? No, no, that's the first episode. Oh, oh right, right. The right, one right. with the reality show where the guy does the commercials with the glass to his neck? Oh, the American Idol episode. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but way more fun. Uh, yeah. Although I still attest the end of that episode of Black Mirror is fucking hilarious, because you got the guy from, what is it, Get Out? Doing yeah. fun commercials with a shard of glass to his neck. I know it's supposed to be sad. I laughed my ass off, man. Well, it's him just becoming part of the problem. Oh, I know. Yeah. But it's funny. Sure. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, he gets his authenticity in actually being able to have windows that look outside. Mm-hmm. Or are they screens? I'm pretty sure that those are. What windows. if they're television screens? I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that those are actual windows. It doesn't say for sure. It's one of those to the mind things. It doesn't matter. We're not talking about black. Man. No, we're not. Uh, we're talking about Get Swifty. And how it's like the Matrix. Uh, you, you find out Ice-T's true story. <laughs> oh, God. I forgot about that part. Uh, I wish they would have got Ice-T to voice him. Rest in peace, T. Mm. <laughs> I wish they would have got his voice, man. Uh, how do we know that it's not? He sounds nothing like Ice-T. And he's not that good of an actor. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to, to be fair. To, to not sound like <laughs> no, Ice-T. <laughs> Ice-T can play Ice-T or Detective Ice-T. That is it. I've seen Law and Order SVU. Detective Ice-T. It's the same thing, but he solves rapes. <laughs> That's it. You replace the rap with rape. Well, no, because he does the raps. He doesn't do the rapes. Yeah, I don't know. He's a rap detective. <laughs> okay. Oh, God, we should please make that a show. Please tell me that he raps during at least an episode. I don't think so. No? I don't, I don't watch the show. That's a waste show. of talent. My wife loves it. I don't like watching shows where the main wait, wait, story we, is We've got to get your wife in here. Why? To see if he raps during an episode. All right, I'll hit the pause button. All right, so uh, we have Shana in the room for a very important question. First of all, say hi. Hello. You're a big fan of Law & Order SVU, correct? Yes. And uh, Mr. Iced T, he, yes. he's, he's on that show, correct? Yes. What's his name on the show? Odafen Tutuola. Of course. What's his name on that show? Odafen Tutuola. Isn't that the Black Panther's real name? Wow, racist. No, it's T'Challa. They they sound alike. What? <laughs> they rhyme. No, it didn't. Everybody calls him T'Challa. T'Challa. Yeah. T'challa, no, T'Challa, not T'Cholo. T'Cholo. Oh, God, that one is. Danny, that's against Mexicans. Danny, I can't stop. do this. Let, let's get to the actual question at hand. Does he ever rap to solve a, uh, a rape? No. Damn! Waste of talent! All right. Say bye, Shana. Bye. Disappointing. Yeah, there you have it. Uh, Ice-T does not rap to solve the rapes. No. But mm. complete waste of talent. I'm going to say it over and over again. Uh, yeah, I don't understand because, I mean, he just plays himself pretty much. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I, whatever. Um, Yeah, never really been a fan of the show. So I, no, I, too much rape. A little bit, yeah. A little bit? Uh, ma- makes me uncomfortable. Like every episode, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Everyone I've seen, there's rape. Uh, I mean, they're the most heinous crimes. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Fanboy Robert. <laughs> I like when they raped a girl. I'm not saying you said that, but... Wow! <laughs> I'm just saying, like, somebody defending themselves, like, on why they like the show. I want somebody to just cut that and <laughs> make that their ringtone. <laughs> just over and over, put it to a sick beat. I like it when they rape, 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 I'm not doing it. Uh, I'm going to say, how much fun are you going to give people here? I'm making it easier for them. Okay. Yeah. Good on you. Remix! Anyways, yeah, it's a good episode. Whatever. <laughs> I do not remember anything about The Ricks Must Be Crazy. Mm. I remember everything about the Ricks Must Be Crazy. Good. <laughs> leaving it in. Uh, the Ricks Must Be Crazy is the episode after Get Swifty where you find out exactly what powers his space car made of trash. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, in that episode, we see exactly how the AI uh, of uh, Ricks responds to direct commands. And how And far. it's fucked up. <laughs> how far it is willing to go. Or will go, I guess it doesn't have yeah, you a will, have, you have to, to be protect somebody. Very specific. Holy crap, yeah. Uh, yeah, good. That's the, one, that's the one where it defends Summer, correct? Yes. Okay, yeah. And it starts by pixelating a person. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think it's worse from there. Yeah, and she, she gives it the command to not kill people, 
And so it paralyzes the next guy. <laughs> it just zaps its spine. Yeah, severs it. That's still not the worst one. Uh, no, the the worst one, Ghost Goo Baby. Ghost Goo Baby. That's a good way to put it. I think that's how Summer refers to it. Oh, really? I Damn. think so. Yeah, it brings out it, like it makes a clone of this guy's dead kid, and it's like, Daddy. Yeah, and then like, it melts it, in his arms. It analyzed all of these soldiers' faces and oh, found the God. one with the biggest weakness is that his kid had just recently died, mm-hmm. and so it created this uh, clone. And it's like, Daddy, why do you have to fight it? And then it melts in his arms, completely psychologically fucking with these guys. Yeah, but uh, then a happy ending, Spider Treaty. Uh, yes, so. uh, it, it, all inclusive with uh, well, the universe had the world's. Best ice cream ever in existence. That's true. But there was a spider-human war going on. Yeah, psychic spiders. My bad. But at the same time, you find out, like, the man that programmed this AI is willing to go through almost as heinous shit to power the car. Yeah. He uh, creates a universe to power it. Yes. There's a universe in his battery. It has its own economy. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like fancy slavery. (laughs) (laughs) Well... In that little universe, there's another genius, very much like Rick, who mm-hmm. has created a mini-verse. Um, and Rick tries to point out that it's you know just slavery with more steps. You can't be doing this. Even though Morty said uh, the same exact thing to him. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it all leads up to this awesome ending where Rick is one. He knows he's one. And he still has to turn around and give it that one final kick in the pants. Mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, he breaks an entire uh, universe, pretty much. Like, breaks their will and turns them back into stylish slaves, I, guess, I suppose. Just so he can start his car again. Yeah. Uh, all I'm going to say about episode uh, seven, Big Trouble on Little Sanchez, is Tiny Rick! That's a good one, though. <laughs> just, he sings his turmoil. Yeah, accidentally. Uh, well, he's or a, he's a teenager, and the only way that he can express how he truly feels is through the power of emo songs. Mm, yeah, and you also find out that this isn't really a spoiler, but there's an alien in the basement of the garage that breathes space aids and eats babies. Uh, no, 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 that's a different episode. This is the episode where they go to counseling. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that okay. episode happened already. Yep, we probably already talked about it. Yeah, we, I, it happened in this season. I just kind of skipped over that part because it so, wasn't important. But it's fun. It was. Uh, the the um, counseling, though, is actually pretty cool because you get to see really what... Uh, what they think of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Let me out. Let me out. This is not a dance. <laughs> I'm yelling for help. I'm screaming for help. Please come let me out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's a really good episode. And like I said, the counseling part's really awesome because, I mean, you can see Jerry thinks of his wife as the xenomorph. Uh, yes, and, and she, she thinks of him as, as a, a spi- spineless slug. Oh, there you go. Um, that any at the sign of any danger prostates himself, <laughs> presents himself. Pre- yes, Pre- he doesn't. He doesn't give himself a prostate exam. <laughs> I mean, you don't know if he had arms, he would be. <laughs> I guess he puts his it's head down, ass up. Uh, yes, it's better than thumb and ass boner time. I guess <laughs> <laughs> prostates himself. <laughs> I- Hey, whatever he's into, you know? Yeah. Uh, the episode after that is the Interdimensional inter- Cable 2, which I know you love those episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're good subplots. I mean, the whole thing with Jerry and it's really good, where he's uh, asked to <laughs> separate with a certain member to save someone's life. Because yes. their hearts are, are human dicks. And, and Beth is all for it. Well, yeah, because he gets a new dick. Yes. A robo-dick. 
And uh, apparently his isn't as impressive as, you know, the whatever 8,000 that he could get in place. Yeah, like everything that he tries to do to weasel out just backfires on him, and it's glorious. Yeah, it's pretty damn good. And then we get an episode that we had seen in the trailer throughout the entire season. Look who's purging now. I, I, I know this planet, Mor- uh, Morty. It, 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 it's a purge planet. <laughs> With cat Amish people? Cat Amish people. Yeah. And Aristocats. Yeah, yeah. I never put that one together. It is Aristocats. It totally is Aristocats. Oh, wow. That's dark, man. <laughs> or deep, both. I don't know. Uh, but very good episode. Um, a lot of fun, yeah. And you get to see Morty be a complete fucking psychopath. Yes. Which is not common. And, and you see how Jerry, because throughout the entire show, we see how Jerry reacts with Morty. We get to see what Jerry and Summer's relationship is like. It's not better. Mm, okay. And then the season finale, Wedding Squanchers, which we're not going to get into any big spoilers Nope, but you get more bird person. You get more bird person. You get and more squanchy. Squanchy, yes. And you you see Rick be a genuine human for a change. Kind of. Kind of. I mean, as, as human, human as, as he, he can is. be. <laughs> yeah. I think the most human you ever see Rick is uh, the end of season one, that I, I, where, where time is frozen and he's just being like a happy grandpa. That's probably the only time you see him be like a real human. Uh, kind of. I, I would say that the times that you get to see him be like actual human is anything that relates to his memories. Maybe. Because even outside of him, like him directly remembering, uh, during the Get Swifty episode, Morty ends up on Bird Person's planet, mm-hmm. and he starts seeing pictures of Rick. And, you know, him, Bird Person, and Squanchy were in a metal band together. And, <laughs> Which I would love to see. Yeah. Um, and Bird Person's talking about how Rick has saved him time and time again. He wouldn't mm-hmm. be alive if it wasn't for Rick. Right. And then you see a picture uh, on Bird Person's wall of Rick holding baby Morty, Mm -hmm. which we know didn't happen in Morty's life. Yeah, yeah. And But through that, you you understand who the character is more and more. Um, And that's not including the memory that we see at the very beginning of season one, or season three. Oh, okay. Uh, So the last thing to really talk about... uh, is season three. I'm excited. Which episode one aired on April Fool's, which is a great way to air something that people have been waiting for. Dick move. A complete dick, dick move. move, and I, I love it. Man, and I didn't, like, I started watching after that it aired, so I had, and that's not on Hulu and stuff. I had to dig and do some nefarious things to actually see the fucking episode. Yes. That were totally legal. The two people were, were dead legal. because uh, Danny wanted to see this. <laughs> really wanted to see it, you know? Um, have you ever broken into somebody's house and was like, give me all your cable? And then you sit there on the couch and watch TV? Yeah. yeah Don't do it. that to Deadpool. He'll give you cable. Nobody <laughs> wants him. <laughs> yeah, he's got future cancer, whatever it is. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, But after that episode, people were just waiting and waiting and waiting. And Oh, then, they still are. Well, <laughs> this past week, they did a stream online of all of the episodes that have come out so far. And they started that with Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon actually announcing season three is going to start coming out regularly starting uh, July 30th. Oh, great. So very soon. Very soon. Awesome. Which is why I decided to go ahead and tackle uh, the end of this episode. Yeah, okay. Um. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I, I've been listening to a Dan Harmon podcast here lately, and he's kind of talked about a few things. Um, that... I'm sure he's keeping a lot of things hush-hush. I mean... Well, yes, but, like, in one interview that he had, he was t- asked about, you know, how much did he pre-plan, and 
he said that going into it, they had kind of had an idea what they wanted to, but very quickly said, fuck that, that kind of ruins our writing if we really? if we pre-plan it. So let's just have fun with the show, and it'll develop how it develops. Oh, I assume so, they did just a shit ton of pre-planning. No. The way the show, like, shapes out. Like, in, in the very beginning they did, and they very quickly got rid of it. Really? Um, yeah. Fascinating. Okay. Um. So all of the fan theories that are out there, technically right now, according to Schrodinger, are all true and all false. Mm, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm really looking forward to it, and I mean, the guy the guys know what they're doing. Yeah. So uh, I, know, I mean, obviously, I just can't wait for that. You know, second or third, sorry, interdimensional cable fucking episode. Oh, you know, it's gonna it's happen. Inevitably gonna happen. Yeah. What if it's the best written episode that you've ever seen? And but like, I still have to put up with those commercials. No, no, no. Like you end up skipping the episode. Oh no, I won't skip it. <laughs> but I'm I'm afraid it's gonna be like the most important episode of the season. But that's gonna be like the B story while these commercials are going on and the whole time I'm like oh no I'm talking about like even the commercials play into the story of the episode so Mm, it's mm -mm. very well written all the way through Mm -mm. no that Mm -mm. still wouldn't work for you Mm -mm. nope no no I can't stand them man (laughs) I'm glad that they can go in there and have fun good for them I don't want to watch it I'm sorry give me the other episodes (laughs) all right I'll watch it the first time but like when I went back and rewatched both seasons again I skipped both those episodes okay um, so that's all that I really had to talk about on Rick and Morty outside of the VR that is the VR game that's out there. Yeah, you told me about that. That'd um, be, it seems like it'd be like really trippy. I, I, I think that I would really enjoy it. Mm, I don't know, man. But I, I know you're, you're kind of against VR. I'm, I'm too paranoid. Yeah. I'm afraid somebody's going to like lick my butt while I'm not paying attention or something. <laughs> it changes every time and it's always a little bit worse. Is it? Yeah. What was the last time? Uh, last time was, uh, punch you in the dick. Oh, yeah. Licking the butt's more awkward. More personal. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> God. I'd have to call Ice-T over. Detective Ice-T. I'm like, hey, man. Rest in peace. What? What? Detective Ice-T? Rest in peace? Yeah. He's not dead. Not the detective. Ice-T. Oh, he died in Rick and Morty, right? I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, <laughs> man? Um, Yeah, I just... Yeah, I'd have to call him over and it'd be a whole mess. Yeah. Like, please... Wrap this man. <laughs> Sir, there's been a rape. Drop a beat. <laughs> <laughs> you drop the beat, I'll drop the justice. All right, so I kind of have a uh, nerdly debate if you if uh, we have time. Yeah. All right. Uh, we are giving the power to the Power Rangers. Haven't we already done this? No. It sounds like something we've already done. Are you sure? I don't know. I should probably let you finish. We're giving the power of the Power Rangers to a group of five individuals of our choice. It can be six, but no more. What group are we giving it to and who gets what collar? Okay, well, I'm just going to do the Nanat Productions. Okay. All the, all the rotating cast from Hold My Beer and such. Uh, I'm getting green. Fuck you. Uh, you can have... Uh, do you want a certain color, buddy? Uh, red. I'm the leader. Oh, no. Okay. So you're getting <laughs> yellow. No. Yeah, this is my section. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, yeah, right. I should probably be red. No, because green becomes the leader, anyways. So you can be red because I, I surpass you eventually, anyways. Jason does kind of become background after green, like after the Green Ranger becomes good. Yeah, but to be fair, he has Godzilla as a Megazord. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna back up to that guy too because if not, he'll kill me. Is so, is Kelly pink? No, is, oh, man. Hmm. Kelly, do, do we have to have him in the? <laughs> We'll make a... I mean, he could be alfalfa, I guess. You can be red. But I think that would be racist when he says, I, I, I. <laughs> I, I, I! 
<laughs> La cucaracha. <laughs> wow. Ah, uh, man. Um, we'll make Chris the Black Ranger. Okay. Okay. No, we can't make him the Black Ranger. A lot He'd less make too many dance inappropriate jokes. <laughs> so he can be blue. Um, Yams can be black. Kelly can be. Yeah, we'll put Kelly in pink. That way he has to wear the skirt. All right. And uh, we don't have anybody for the yellow. So, oh, wait. There's been more people on the show. Uh, As of recently, TJ. Yeah, yeah. There's been male yellow rangers, so he can be the... No, I'll give it to B-Radical. Yeah, he's more fun. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it to the cast of Friends. That's terrifying. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because uh, it's funny, really. I don't even know their names. I know there's a Joey. Uh, yeah, he, he's, he's the Green Ranger. And his catchphrase is like, what's up with that? Or no, something like that. How you doing? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> doing fine. Thanks <laughs> He'll be Green Ranger. Uh, Joey? Yeah. He's too dumb. Okay. I'm pretty sure I've never watched an episode. Uh, Chandler's the Blue Ranger. I don't know which one that is. Uh, he He's the quick-witted, smart one. Okay. Uh, he's in Scrubs. Yes. Uh, I'm going to have Ross as the Red Ranger. I guess that makes sense. He's like the main character, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jennifer Aniston's character, Rachel, remembered it, uh, Pink. Okay. Courtney Cox, whose name I'm not even going to try to remember. She's yellow. Did you already say Rachel? I know there's a Rachel. Yeah, that was Pink. Damn it! I don't know then. Sorry. Uh, the only person left is Phoebe, and I guess she gets Black Ranger. Okay, sure. Um, Man, but... <laughs> Isn't, like, the Ross-Rachel thing's, like, the big ongoing storyline, right? So yeah. shouldn't Ross be the Green Ranger? And then, because Kimberly and Tommy had a thing? Uh, I guess eh. it doesn't matter. No. Why'd you make me do this? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I finally like Power Rangers again. Let's Fuck t- you, Robert. Yeah, I'm done now. <laughs> um, we'll do it with Perfect Strangers. Which one is Balky? <laughs> what? Perfect Strangers? I don't... Balky? No? No, I've never never seen Perfect Strangers. Okay. It was a, It was a sitcom. For oh. a while, I couldn't tell you if a, if I, if it was new when I was watching it or reruns. I have no idea. Okay, I just remember it being a show, and there's a man named Balky. Yeah, I, I have no idea what you're. I'm talking one about. to think he was from Balkistan or something weird like that. Okay, so it's a racist name. No, because it's not a real place. Oh, what's wrong with what? you, man? I don't <laughs> do it's geography. A sitcom. It's not real. I don't do fucking geography. I don't, obviously, uh, fucking <laughs> Friends is a sitcom. It takes place in New York fucking city. They just didn't acknowledge the f- Twin Towers, but. It takes place in New York City during that time. I don't know what that has to do with Perfect Strangers, to be honest with you. Because <laughs> you you, the people you're friends defi- you're def- aren't strangers. You're- They're friends. <laughs> That's what it has to do with this. You, your defense was the, the place is imaginary because it takes place in a sitcom. Friends is a sitcom. No, in the my, place it takes my argument pl- was it wasn't racist because it's not a real place, Robert. <laughs> friends isn't racist either because New York is real. Does actually, that help? actually, there are racist moments in Friends. Oh my god, I'm trying to I'm trying to just I'm trying to cross the bridge here, buddy. <laughs> Your name is Danny Mullins. Your name is Robert Folly. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> you went Tasmanian Devil. I, t- I tried. Rick yourself. went Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> Can you put that at the end? <laughs> <laughs>